Hi, design enthusiasts. It's Laura here. Just wanted to start off this episode and let you know that we've created a freebie for you. Yes, we have. And it is in the show notes. Our number one episode downloaded since it came out is the welcome guide. And with that constantly being number one and trying to be appreciative of everyone and their kind words and how lovely they have been and how welcoming and how encouraging they've been. We created a template here at Thornton Design with our welcome guide and now we have made it that you can use that too. So there are two parts to the download. One is a template and the other one is a PDF that just shows you all the places I need you to implement your brand colors, your photos, your verbiage, and that way you can get started sending out this welcome guide to your future clients as soon as possible. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope that you find this helpful in your business. And if you have any feedback, we love to get that feedback. So please go ahead and send that to us. Otherwise, let's get started with this episode of the Business of Beautiful Spaces. Welcome to the Business of Beautiful Spaces. I'm your host, Laura Thornton, Principal of Thornton Design. I'm beyond thrilled to bring you this podcast where I am going to share over 25 years of experience in the interior design industry. As an experienced interior designer, I understand the challenges of running a successful business while also creating beautiful and functional spaces for our clients. Throughout my career, I've worked closely with trades and other professionals to bring my clients' vision to life. And along the way, I've learned a thing or two about balancing that creativity and practicality when running a business. In this podcast, I aim to share my knowledge, my insight with you, other designers, covering all the aspects of the interior design industry, from the creative process to the business side of things, from selecting the right materials to managing budgets and timelines. I am going to share all the tips and tricks that I have learned over the years to help you run a successful interior design business. Whether you're a seasoned professional or just starting out in this industry, this podcast will be for you. I'm looking forward to sharing my experience with you, answering your questions, and helping you navigate the exciting world of interior design. So let's get started on the business of beautiful spaces and explore the art of creating beautiful and functional spaces while running a successful business. Welcome back to the podcast called The Business of Beautiful Spaces. I cannot believe we are in the middle of October. I am not sure how everyone else feels, but my goodness, it feels like it goes by so fast every year, doesn't it? And so I know you probably cringed when you saw the name of this episode, The Art of Gift Giving with Our Interior Design Businesses. But you know what? Like it's six weeks till December. And so I thought it might be appropriate to have a discussion on the gift giving at the holiday season and who makes the list and, and some ideas and some context of, of why we give gifts and you know what we can do that makes that special. So I wanted to discuss that holiday season with you today and dive deep into the intricate and heartfelt world of gift giving within our design realm. And today, uh, let's see if you agree with me. And if you don't, please feel free to go onto the Instagram page for this episode. Um, let me know what you think. And if you do have really good ideas, let us know because I rack my brain for months every year trying to figure out how I'm going to wow my clients with something new and exciting for them this year that is a reflection of me and my business and the caliber that we like to achieve. And we always like to wow people. Let's be clear. I, I love something 
drawing that's given with potentially you know, some monogramming, whether it's our logo or whether it's their name, but I'm jumping ahead. So let's start with the first part of this is who makes this list? Who is going to be on our list? Um, You know, who in our world makes our lives easier? Who would we want to recognize these efforts? And especially during that festive season, I think it's paramount to recognize those people who make our jobs easier, who takes some of the work off our desks and and, uh, is able to help us out in multiple ways throughout the year. It's a shame that we only tend to really focus at the the holiday season, but I want to talk about those people who deserve our acknowledgement. And obviously first, it's clients. Um, From large-scale projects to the intimate room makeovers, every client has a unique place in our business, but I do tend to scale my, my gifts accordingly according to um, the size of the project. And so uh, sometimes it starts off, like in the past, we've done monogrammed charcuterie boards. So it'll have our logo on the handle, but then it has their family name on the charcuterie board. And, you know, the smaller the project, they might just get that beautiful charcuterie board. And I don't think that is just a just, I think it is a stunning thing that is useful in every home. Um, but then if someone else has done a full scale, full reno, then obviously we're going to embellish that gift with maybe uh, some eats and treats and gift cards and um, some wines and some yummies. It's something that helps make that gift a little more substantial. But um, also we've done multiple things like that, but that's just to give you an example of what we've done. And obviously the clients being um, the biggest thing for me that I like that to be a reflection, as I mentioned, of who we are and the caliber of what we do. So I do tend to lean a little bit more custom because I do find that that is a reflection. We do do custom furniture here. We customize all of our spaces. And so I just felt like that was a perfect connect many times to try and find something that that hits that chord for our clients. The other people on that list would be our vendors. They're our backbone, especially those who have constantly meet tight deadlines or go that extra mile for us with quality control. Our manufacturing reps, they keep us informed and supplied and they come and they they fill our um, sample library regularly who tend to give us the most attention, who tend, those also tend to be the people we spend the most money with, but um, I like to acknowledge what they've done for us throughout the year. Also our delivery team and our installers, these people uh, are on job sites with us. They are a reflection of us with our clients. And so I think it's really important that not just ensuring the final product looks great as envisioned, but also they are a representation of us. And so we like to acknowledge them also with um, a gift. So we will tend to give the owner of the company who I deal with on the regular, probably something quite large. And then all of their team would get something that might not have the same spend amount, but equally as lovely to receive. Any custom workhouses like our furniture, our pillows, our drapery makers, anything along that line, we would definitely love to share a gift with them. Our internal team and our staff here at the office or anybody that we outsource to, we like to acknowledge them as well. Our accountant. That's a love-hate relationship. They're not usually giving me good news, but I do love to acknowledge that um, that they've worked for me all year long and helping me reach our goals. And so I always like to acknowledge that that person um, who helped me, I give a small gift. Our marketing team, we like spreading the word about our designs with them. And so we also like to acknowledge their hard work at the end of the year. Any collaborators, any other designers, architects, engineers, anyone you work with throughout the year might want to be on that list. Also, any mentors or anyone that helps you with your business um, that guided us or influenced us throughout the year, we do like to also have them on our list. Now, you know, there's other people like 
our UPS gentleman who comes here probably almost every day. We all have a pure later woman who comes here every day. So I like to have small gifts here also in addition to this list. Um, I do like to have some odds and sods gifts that are here that I can just hand out if I forgot somebody on the list or if I am running out somewhere and I was like, oh, geez, we missed them. I do like to have some extras here that I can just bring with me in December when I'm going off to a job site and someone else might be there. Now, I start with a list of all these people that are just mentioned, but I actually write down their names because then you can maybe tweak this gift slightly if you're not just buying one gift for all that really suits that individual a little bit better, or you might know more about them if you've been working with them for a long period of time. Um, if one individual really likes a certain type of red wine, then I would go out and make it a little bit more special to do that. And by tackling this in October with this list and starting to write this list, then as I'm doing regular everyday, you know, domesticated things in my life, like going to the liquor store or the wine store, I can now think about that list and be like, oh, right, I'm going to pick up that Barolo that, um, you know, the gentleman who owns my custom manufacturing plant, he really loves that. So I'm going to pick that up because I'm doing it anyway. I'm here to buy wine for myself. And anyone who knows me knows I love some wine. So um, if I'm there anyway, I might as well pick it up. So by having this list started for me in October, A, it gets me thinking about what I want to achieve and what I want to do. It also allows me to start figuring out what I need to spend this year. And I kind of keep the, the list from last year so that I have the basics and that anyone who is new that needs to be added or anyone that maybe has retired or changed jobs and is no longer part of it, I can take them out of the um, out of the spreadsheet that we keep. So um, I would definitely say start thinking about who you want to add to this list and then start thinking about your budget and what you want to spend. And then I divide it by um, that delineation, meaning, you know, if I have X amount of dollars to spend on this season, where do I want to spend it first? And then how much I'm going to spend if if we've had 30 clients this year, let's divide that amount into, um, you know, project size or the spend amount that they spent with us usually is the way that we do it. If it was under 100,000, it's one amount. If it's under 200,000, it's another amount. If it's under half a million, it's another. If it's over a million, it's another. Um, And that's how we do it here. And so it's not just clients and projects that we are just doing at the time. I go back from January and that might mean that I've been working on a project with a family for two years and they might be, this might be their third Christmas. So I can't just do the same thing again, which is why I try every year to kind of make sure that whatever we're doing is a impressive, B is thoughtful, and it does have an element of personalization to it. That's important to me. I also do always have the token like wine and chocolates and things like that as well. Um, but by starting ahead of the game, it will give you time to not be disappointed if you find that perfect, perfect item to give. And now you don't have the time to personalize it, or you don't have the time to get it um, to you in order to dress it up and send it back out again. So that's your first thing. I would say start with who's on the list and get a total amount of gifts that you're thinking of giving. And I always add on a few extras just to have some generic gifts um, lying in our office so that if someone comes in and I didn't have them on the list and it slipped my mind that there is something sitting here that's ready to go. Um, we always have extra seasonal candles sitting here. We always will have chocolates. I would always have a box of wine in the office with gift bags so that it's very easy to, to hand that out at the holiday season if needed. 
Now, gifting by value, I kind of touched on that. Um, It is not about weighing the importance of the people in our network, but it's recognizing that unique value that each person brings and allocating budgets for gifts should reflect this appreciation. Um, I don't think you need to go broke (laughs) to show your appreciation by any means. That is never the goal. But I do think that it is a really lovely gesture. I know when I receive a gift, it doesn't matter how much was spent. I just think it's such a privilege that somebody thought about me. And so um, I prioritize, as I mentioned, I allocate the higher budget for those that have been instrumental in my business success this year, and also for clients that have spent over a certain dollar amount. The balance is to remember the thought that counts and a well thought out gift, no matter what it costs, will speak volumes. And that's where this monogramming comes into play that I'm going to discuss a little further later. So consider the mutual value, like sometimes that mutual growth and the benefits during the year can be a deciding factor on how you want to spend and how much you want to spend. So that personal touch, I think the key to client gifts for our clients is personalization. Um, And what I mean by that is simply It could be their family name, as I mentioned. It could also be that the tags are custom made and it's not just handwritten. So, you know, you you embrace the Etsy and you find some people who do these beautiful printed tags and you could have um, a product that was a bulk buy, but when it's personalized and wrapped beautifully, wow, how fabulous does that look? It tends to look like a million bucks. So I do find that personalization can be in multiple ways. As I mentioned, we did charcuterie boards in the past with our logo on the handle and the name in the corner. I've also done on the um, insulated coffee mugs, which I don't want you, you know, I'm not obviously sponsored by Yeti, but I know that they do it, hint, hint. So um, I know multiple other insulated companies will do it, but we did the Yeti insulated mugs before. So our logo is in their face every morning when they're drinking their coffee. And whether they're in their car or if that mug goes into their office and it says Thornton Design on it, how fabulous is that? So that advertising keeps moving. Uh, with our clients as they use it. And like, I was not a Yeti fan for a long time. I didn't understand it. And then I got a Yeti and now I'm like on the Yeti train. So I (laughs) have one on my desk right now. Every morning there is a Yeti on my desk. I bring my coffee from home and I use it every day. And so my goal is that that's a reminder for someone else every day that Thornton Design gave us that. And you know what? We really need to work to reach out to Laura and her team. So I love gifts that are personable, to them and to us because it's a constant reminder that we exist and so you can do that in multiple ways like we've had measuring tapes done like everybody needs a measuring tape in their house so how great is it to have my logo on your measuring tape so if you're if you've pulled that measuring tape out to measure something and now my name is right there and you're looking at something and you're measuring it going I don't even know where to start here yeah call me my name is right there (laughs) call me so you know there's all these ways to go about finding very useful things in people's lives Um, that you can have your name on it and it's personal to them too, in a way. So um, don't just think about things that end up in the recycle bin. Don't just think about the wines and the chocolates, even though they're absolutely lovely, because some of those things can just get re-gifted and they're gone. And, and, you know, the thing about having it personalized is they will put it in a drawer because it was bought for them and their name is on it, or they will put your name on something. It's something that will keep giving back. And, and I've had clients pull these things out and years later I'm on another project and there it is. And so it does give me that that proof is there, that it's a reminder that we exist. So, you know, back in the day when mouse pads were a thing, I did that. Um, but I do try and think of things that are everyday items 
that we can just a do better and elevate it with either their names or their kids names or you know whatever the case may be now speaking of children when i go around in december our team splits things up by area and we deliver our gifts if our clients have children i always find the local cookie maker i have someone specific that i use that makes beautiful sugar cookies and they're their elves or their dreidels or whatever the case may be. And it has the kids names on it. So these are just small tokens that also go a long way that we've included their children with, with our thoughtfulness. And, and the kids, I mean, honestly, I can't even tell you how many lovely photos I have of children who've eating their cookies and the parents have sent me the photos and it is the sweetest thing. And then, you know, I come back five or six years later and these kids aren't kids they are teenagers. And it's so wonderful to like have these memories and how, and, and to see how much they are enjoying it. And you know, they're three or $4 a cookie. It is not going to break the bank, but it really goes a long way. And I, and I totally did it out of like loving kids at Christmas. And now it's just become something where I think they expect it. And, and then now I kind of expect it. So I keep sending them back and, and it starts, it starts off to be really cute. And then it just snowballed. And now everybody knows that if they work with me, their kids are going <laughs> to have personalized cookies come the holiday season. So, um, anyway, just the food for thought to think outside, uh, of just the chocolates and the and the wine, even though I love getting those things, I know it is easy to turn around and give those to somebody else. So if you're going to spend the money and if you're going to spend the time to drive around and deliver these items, maybe think outside the box and get your name on there or get their name on there so that you're a constant reminder anytime they pull that item out. So I do love a monogram grift. Like I, I mentioned, it is something that goes a long way. You could even monogram linens. I, I don't know. Um, again, your client dependent, if they would love monogrammed napkins or something monogrammed. Um, I do uh, also like the fingertip towel holders and then put their family name in with the napkins. And you can buy those at a, at a retail level um, with their initial. So that way there's that personalization in their bathroom, like a personal touch that they probably didn't think of. Or we, I've done... Um, found really fabulous, inexpensive tea towels, and then just had somebody monogram their last name on them. Because, you know, how special is that to have the Smiths, the Millers, things like that um, on their tea towels in their kitchen when their company comes over. And I know those are pretty common names. But of course, I have two people in my world that are the Smiths and the Millers. So if you're listening, um, maybe I'll get you those next year. So (laughs) the other thing is, reflecting on the project just to make sure that if that gift is reminiscent of the project that you just worked on and if it aligns with their style if you're doing a bunch of um, shakuri boards that are live edge and you have a really super modern client they're probably not going to appreciate nor use that live edge so I know it's it's a little bit more work at the beginning to figure out something that might work for everybody or have to tweak it for a few but just make sure that it is something that your client is going to use and then I always feel like the door signs some custom artwork coasters with the family name or initial all of these things just add a real personal touch that you spent the time, even mugs, mugs with their initials of everybody in the family, I think is really lovely, especially at the holiday time with hot chocolates and coffees and hot toddies and blueberry teas and all the things that we love to um, consume It really goes a long way with these personalized items. And you know, we have a store here in Toronto called Indigo. I know that there's like anthropology all throughout the States and Canada. And there's all stores like this all over that, that do have the mugs with your initial on it. And again, I've had the photos where, you know, everybody's sitting around and they're in their 
holiday pajamas and I'm getting the mugs with their holiday pajama photos, which is really lovely and cute and special. So think about the simple things like that where they do go on sale and, you know, you might get a mug for $5 to $6 per mug and a family of four, you're only looking at $20 a gift, which is not terrible for some of those special clients that you have or special vendors in your life that you tend to know more about their family life. So, so the time is ticking. I hate to put like you know, a rush on anybody because we all have things to do. But October is here. December is just around the corner. Time flies, especially if you're looking at customized gifts. So you need to plan ahead. You need to be looking now and you need to make sure that those monogram gifts, if you're leading that direction, they need time. They need that lead time to put these items together. Um, You know, think beyond that cliche, as we mentioned, like the wines, the chocolates, popcorns are great. They're not always reflective of your creativity, which is what we do for a living. And so if you opt in for these, then I would say, make sure you pair them with something unique. Make sure your label, make sure your bow work, make sure that you're doing something really fabulous that makes that stand out that you don't, your bottle of wine that even though you might've spent a small fortune on and is delicious, doesn't just fall into the pile of other wine that they got. And that no longer know which one is from you, that you spent the time to pick that special wine that you love. Um, Um, And it doesn't make its way, you know, to remember that it was from you. So, you know, wrapping goes a long way. Your tags go a long way. Etsy will be your best friend. And again, uh, this is not sponsored. (laughs) I know I've just found some really fabulous pre-printed, even with just your logo and your name and from our team or from yourself. And it just takes that up a notch for sure that you've personalized it. So, you know, these, these gifts, I look at local artisans, I have gone to um, some local shows around the holidays and or looked at the websites to see who are the artisans that are going to be in these shows so that I don't have to wait. And then I've gone ahead and looked at the websites to try and see if they are creating what I am creating. And obviously, honestly, like Facebook or social media, asking your friends and family if they know someone that does what you're thinking, if you're thinking charcuterie boards, if you're thinking monogrammed mugs, if you're thinking Yetis, um, ask around. You'd be surprised how many people know someone in the marketing industry or someone who's doing it from home or, um, you know, somebody who could benefit from another small business working with a small business. So that networking will really help you find the right people who can make these things happen for you at a fantastic price point. Um, That's how I've done it every year. I'm not looking at any um, big companies to do this. I'm always trying to find another small business entrepreneur who is um, looking to also do what I do and, you know, running their own business and trying to make money to support their family. So I try and also give that back into the community. So um, gifting, it is more than just a tradition. This is a reflection of appreciation and thoughtfulness. In our line of work, it is also a reflection of our style and our creativity. So let's make this year's gift giving memorable. And until next time, this is Laura Thornton. And I am hosting the podcast called The Business of Beautiful Spaces. And so this is where we talk about all things business related and our business. So I know this seems early, but I swear it's going to come up us real quick. So I hope you enjoyed this. If you have any fabulous ideas, I really hope that you would share with us. If you don't mind coming over onto the Instagram page for today's post and giving us your good ideas. I know we are probably coming into the end of the year and we're tapped out of creativity and anybody's insight is appreciative. So I can't wait to hear your ideas. Thank you for listening. And I will see you soon. Keep designing.